What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. You have reached and found yourself at Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan Soto and Suzanne Stoffer. Welcome, everybody. We're super excited about this show because we've been mining the depths <laughs> of everything this show is about in the last few weeks. Wouldn't you say, honey? I really, really would because, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you know, I mean, it's it always cracks up this process that we have about the show, right? Because there's like sometimes where we we know a whole series is up and then sometimes where it's like Thursday and, you know, copy is due or overdue and we're like, what do we want to talk about? Um, and we always, mm-hmm. always reach into our own lives and we say, what's up us, you know, really? Because what's up for us is, um, or what we just went through is oftentimes what our listeners are going through. Um, and yet it's a very challenging thing sometimes to talk about what's currently happening um, because you're not through to the other side. But what I would argue is when are you ever through to the other side truly? You know, so our topic today <laughs> is love you, boo, right? It's about like loving yourself and receiving um, and, you know, really being in this place of compassion for yourself no matter where you are. And And so we think, oh, well, you know, Someday, one day, I'll be in that place of loving myself. And then one day, someday, right? Um, but it's, it's an ongoing process, you know, uh, that is like recycled until we get to the next level, next level, and the next level. And, you know, like you said earlier, you said you have been in this process now for how many years of um, really being in a space of receiving yourself, loving yourself. Um, and you could really get down on yourself because it's like, <laughs> wow, like there, there's still such a long ways to go, right? But then that wouldn't be very kind or loving to yourself if you actually judged yourself so harshly for not really being where you truly want to be, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, you know, the way, like, I pro- I'm guessing is about 14 or 15 years ago that I was apprenticing with Gay and Katie Hendricks, and they were talking about this idea of loving self, and, like, and I was just, like, could not grasp, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I can't remember, like, I raised my hand to say something, and I can't even remember what dumb thing came out of my mouth, but, you know, 
Gay said to me, he said, Megan, he said, consider cutting out the middleman. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, it's like you're trying to please others and give other people what they want so that they'll love you. And that's like mm-hmm. putting something in between you and love. And mm-hmm. you, right now, you're being a consumer of love. You're consuming it. Like, mm-hmm. somebody love me, somebody love me, somebody love me, right? Instead of a generator of love, he said, we're, as, you know, as beings, this heart and body and energy that we are, we are designed to be love generators. We are generators of mm-hmm. energy. We're generators of our entire life, and, and love is part of that. Gratitude is part of that. Some people don't, like, um, it's kind of difficult using the word love because we have so many definitions of it, and in, in mostly it's like the way that people think of love is like Hollywood or like, fantasy or mm-hmm. you know um but when i i think that you know just to kind of be clear there's an energy that's like really more pure than that and some people point to it as unconditional love and i don't really like that either because it says there's such a thing as conditional love and i think that that's not love so <laughs> i wouldn't put the word mm-hmm. condition with love mm-hmm. at all <laughs> but it's closer mm-hmm. to maybe the energy of appreciation or gratitude or like that moment where like you see the sunset and you just go oh like it's just this awe or this energy of like pure energy it's like pure energy you know Mm -hmm. and and sweetness Mm -hmm. and anyway I was like uh, like it was I I chewed on that conversation for years <laughs> you know like what the hell what am I, how do I what do, what does loving yourself mean what does it look like well maybe I should take time for myself or take a hot bath or and and essentially though there's this whole other level of loving yourself that is really about a presence a way of being a way of Standing and walking in the world that's taking your place and taking your space and and give, giving and receiving, meaning exchanging energy and engaging with the entire planet, the entire universe, right? It's like that being aware of that cat that, that drops in front of you and lays on its back and wants its belly rubbed, you know? It's like engaging Mm -hmm. with everything that is, like, around us, right? And so, hey, I want to interject here um, with the quote by Rumi that I just found, right? Because this is very much, very eloquently speaks to what you're talking about. Um, The quote is, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And that's what you're speaking to in this moment, right, is that when we just walk through life, we're not even open or in a place of receiving of everything around us. So we walk right by the cat who has just laid down and, you know, opened up its belly to to give and receive love and you walk right by her. And it's so funny that you said that because that actually just happened to me. Like I we went out for coffee. Um so today Megan is in Santa Cruz and I am in Los Oslos. So we're both in California but we're in different parts of California. Um and I'm with my friend and co creator Natalie um, and we're in the Airbnb, 
Um, and we just went out for coffee and the cat um, rolled over right in front of us and, you know, opened up her belly, right? And we both stopped and we're like, oh, the kitty, the kitty, we're rubbing her, rubbing her and she's purring and she's going around our legs, you know, and it's, it's like the sweetest moment of giving and receiving, right? And, and, you know, how many times have I or you or all of us have walked right by, right, because we're, we're late, we're, you know, trying to get coffee before the show, you know, we've got to get back in time. And so we literally pass by these expressions from the universe of love, of giving and receiving. And so can we open ourselves and let go and uh, release and, you know, diminish and eradicate the barriers that are there that are in between us and that true communion, you know, that true communion with ourselves and that true communion with the world, with nature and that true communion with each other. Mm. So I, I have so much to say about that. And what I would love to do is have you read the quote again, and I'd like to actually do a querying connected to that quote because I think it brings up a lot of stuff because I think you know I mean you know this as we um <laughs> you know in our upsets you know we don't realize that it's actually not something that you're not giving me or I'm not giving you it's a barrier we have put to our own love and when we facilitate clients, they when you say, well, you know, like what if this person showing up in your world is a reflection of how you're treating you? Well, I don't, you know, like, but we do. We bury ourselves up to love. Like that's the, the part of that quote that really stands up for me. And we like to help kind of loosen the grip of that uh, by doing a clearing process. And if you haven't been on our show or followed us yet, this is your first time finding us this this clearing statement is designed to help you undo what you've put in motion at an energetic level um, through uh, phrases that that actually direct energy. And if you want to know more, you can go to theclearingstatement.com. But will you read the quote again, hon? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it by Rumi. Mm. And everything that brings up lets down, and we uncreate and destroy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. It occurs to me that we might it might be break time. Is it break time? Oh, no. We still have nine minutes, silly girl. Oh my gosh! I the computer I'm on has an entirely different time than the time it is. So I'm just thinking I'm just going to be over here loving myself, and you know our producer should be so happy that I'm in that I'm presenting our break even now after last week. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. We had there was a new producer in training, and uh, for those of you who listened last week, I was like solo. I was like off the rails, like I was walking around the house, tolerating. I had no idea time it was I missed like you know three or four cues that it was time for break like <laughs> mm. so like I'm I apparently am overcrying this week so 
Good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my! So I love so, it. I I love it go because ahead. Um, both both everybody in the chat room. If you haven't um, been to the chat room, please come to the chat room. Um, if you're listening live, you can go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and click on the chat room button, and then you can come in anonymous um, or put in your name or whatever or a pseudo name and come to the chat room where there's it's kind of like the show behind the show and ask questions, be part of the conversation, and it's so fun and it's really an amazing part. We're we're in the chat room, our producer in the chat room, and it's just community. And so if you're looking to kind of up level your listening, um, come to the chat room. Um, but anyways, in the chat room, they were saying that um, even though I read the quote two times, that it's like it's underwater um, for them, right? It's like they're, uh, it's like blah, blah. It's like the early brown teacher, right? Where it's like, wah, 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 apparently. So, so I like to read it again, um, and I'll put it in the um, – in the Facebook, in our Facebook, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Um, and if you're not part of that, please come be a part of that too. Uh, we love building communities. So um, I'll put the quote there too after the show. So the quote is, your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And everything <laughs> Let's down everywhere. It just fried your brain. You can't hear a damn thing Suzanne is saying. Yes, 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 yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, and pocket. Right, wrong. And let's, <laughs> let's break that down a little mm-hmm. bit, though. Like, let, so say the say the first sentence. Let's like break it down because this is there's so much like pain and suffering and conflict and separation and compartmentalization that comes from what this quote is talking about. So I think actually bears unpacking. So what's the first line Mm -hmm. again? The first line is your task is not to seek for love. And I think this is really an interesting thing, right? Because, I mean, we're born dependent upon our parents. We're born from this place of like we're not we're not going to survive. We're not actually going to live unless we um, seek out somebody else taking care of us. So it is the very first blueprint is that we're dependent on another for nourishment, for love, for cherishing, right? So it's a very interesting thing that that's our initial blueprint blueprint when we're a baby. And then as we grow, it's a process of becoming actually independent of that initial love, right? It's about actually finding yourself, about creating your own identity, about leaving the family circle and um, finding your way in the world, right? So it's this whole process, this whole ritual of going from, you know, communion or oneness with mom to independence, right? But nobody tells us that um, that the source of our love 
is us. We're not taught that. So when we when we're teenagers and young adults, we're still outsourcing for our love. We're still seeking love outside of ourselves. You know, so to me, it's like there's not enough kind of a fundamental um, uh, learning and in and in, in teaching that says, hey, you know, yes, this is how you started, but this is not the process living. The process of living is not to seek for love. So everything that this is bringing up for everybody, can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, fuck, fuck, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. All the decisions, judgments, and conclusions, and computations, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections about that the only way to find love is outside of yourself. The only way to receive love is to seek for love. That the source of love is outside of you. Uh, can we destroy all that? Yes, yes. Right, yes. wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Well, yeah, and I think I think this kind of dovetails into something else which is sort of the other half of today's show um which is that last week I did this sort of ask show asking the universe going beyond asking and and creating like realizing that our ass create no matter what, you know, and mm-hmm. I got, it was so fun and it was so expansive. And I think that a lot of people, they really get this idea of ask and receive, get really excited about the ask. But the truth is, is if you're asking for big things, if you're asking for like a bigger life, a bigger reality, more money, clothes, all of that, and you are judging yourself, you are like, you don't have that self-love or that self-kindness, what you have to do in the, in the lack of love that you have for you is you have to bury yourself against the world. And so what happens mm-hmm. is, is we're walking around with all of these barriers because we don't value us, we're judging us, we're, and, and if you're judging yourself, you probably start judging the world and judging everything outside of you and you're burying yourself up against everything you're asking for. So instead of like ask and receive, you're playing some form of universal bumper cars because you're asking for all this mm-hmm. stuff. The universe is trying to give it to you and it's just bouncing off. It's just crashing mm-hmm. into these barriers that we've built around ourselves. So that's one of the reasons for this show is that I wanted to go, well, we I just opened up so much. I got so much amazing feedback on last week's show. And I'm like, if we don't do something on the receive side, everybody listening to that show is going to be playing bumper cars this week because it's like we've got to be available to receive. And, and I think, you know, we talk about, well, what is love and how do you do that? And I, I actually think the word receiving is even more confusing than love because you know, access talks mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, we have to get to receive. You have to be willing to receive what you're asking for. Well, what the F does that mean? And how do you get there? And mm-hmm. one of the the awarenesses mm-hmm. that I had when I was asking that was it's like if you are in allowance of you, if you are receiving, if you're 
like feeling gratitude for you or love for you, there's really just that in itself eliminates barriers. It dissipates barriers and it allows you to be in a space where you can engage with the world, world, where you do see the kitty, where you do notice the sunset. And I, that's one of the things for me is that if I'm not noticing beauty, I know that I'm barriering, mm-hmm. I'm in isolation, mm-hmm. I barriered myself in this sort of um, uh, deprivation tank of like not loving mm-hmm. me and making sure mm-hmm. that nobody in the world loves me either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the second part of the quote, right? Um, Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. And, you know, we're going to talk more about what we mean by those barriers um, and barriers down and how and what and all of it when we come back after break. So you're going to love life and all things weird. This is getting good. You want to come back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. So welcome back, everybody, to Love Life and All Things Weird. Our show today is Love You, Boo. Um, And we're talking about (laughs) this place of receiving, right? And that when we have so many barriers, you know, um, when we have, and, and let's talk more about barriers because, you know, barriers can be so many things. They can, uh, but what I would say is a primary one is judgment. You know, it's self-judgment. It's um, it's having uh, this place, this shutdown in you 
that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, um, that um, there's something fundamentally wrong with you, that uh, that you're that you're not deserving of of all the asks of all the good things, you know, of and so it literally creates these barriers to receiving. So you, like Megan said, you can ask all day long, right? You can ask and ask and ask. Um, and if you're, you don't have that vibration, um, that consciousness of receiving, if you're not open to the dream that you're asking for, um, it's not going to come in. There's actually, like Megan said, there's barriers. And uh, Marion, who's in the chat room, she said, whoa, it's like we're walking around uh, tossing rocks into our own path so we'll trip and then whining about it, which I love. I love that analogy, right? Because it it truly is like, um, you know, this this place where we want to blame the rocks. We want to blame the rocks on other people. We want to say that people aren't showing up for us, so that they're not loving us the way that we need to be loved. That they need to um, change and do this or do that. Right. When in truly it's we're creating that we're putting those barriers in the way we're saying love looks this way and you have to do it this way in order for me to receive it. You know, and that's been the process that I've been in, you know, for a couple of weeks now is, um, first of all, this this awareness, this incredible awareness of how much. I am outsourcing, right? how I am making um, others the source, the others the source for my abundance, others the source for my love, others the source for my pleasure, others the source for my expression, like, you know, really just how I'm outsourcing um, and, uh, and, and recognizing, almost coming into a place of silence with myself. Um, I just staffed a... Um, Radiant Woman, which is a, a core program, and it was like hell for four days. And I was under-resourced going in. And so, you know, on the tail end of it, I've had three days of kind of um, rest and relaxation by the ocean. I so going home. I just went to the beach. And I've literally been sitting in this Zen garden at my Airbnb in the sun um, watching hummingbirds and um, doodling in the sand um, and putting my feet, my toes in the sand and really just spending hours journaling and sleeping and being in nature um, and doing and doing nothing, just being, just being, which is something that has been traditionally very, very difficult for me to do. But I find myself in this place of being completely emotionally and physically exhausted and wondering why. You know, and the and and the reason why is because I have not put my self care, my self preservation, um, my uh, I've not put that as the priority. I've been running around serving, you know, and almost in a way pleasing, um, so that somehow I could feel filled. And that's what you talked about earlier on in the show where you were saying, Hendricks said, hey, cut out the middleman, you know, stop, 
trying to please others so that they'll show up in a particular way so that then they will love you. Like, why not go direct and love yourself? And so I've been in that process for the last few days of what does it look like? What does my body want in this 10 seconds? Um, What, like, organically um, flowing with whatever it is that my body and spirit wants and desires, moment to moment, moment. And I have to say, it's been so profound. And if you were to look at it, it might look kind of boring, but inside of myself, like there's, I'm, I'm like my cells are changing. Like I am radically shifting um, into this new space um, that I've never been before. Um, this new peace um, that I've never experienced before. Um, and uh, a place of home inside of my body that I can't remember ever experiencing before. So on the outside, it looks like I'm laying in dirt and playing, doodling, right? And, and, just being, just laying there. But inside of me, it's like a new exploration of who I am and how I can um, serve myself and how I can be the true source for everything. Um, and it's been really profound. So I, I wanted to share that, you know, I've been in this conversation of loving myself and I've been in this conversation of receiving receiving everything out there but also receiving myself for probably going on like three or four years now Um, and there's always more there's always a new level of of awareness and of of receiving and of love and um, it's incredible to realize that Really, it's not over until you're dead. And then maybe if you choose to come back here again, it's not even over then. And then who knows? It's probably never over. Um, And so can you be in the process, right? Can you be in the process of what is in front of you now and what's the next step now and what's the next level now and what's the next, next expansion now? And even be spacious with that of like maybe... You thought that you were through that one thing, but you're here now. And so can you bring some compassion and kindness and allowance of, you know, what is? Um, You know, I know I'm on a soapbox, but I wanted to share one other thing because my intention going into staffing this workshop was that I wanted to be with what is, whatever what is was right like I wanted to blend and be and be present to whatever was happening for myself and for others that was my huge intention going into this workshop and I tell you what like the conditions of this workshop I was sleeping on the floor I was under resourced um it was so hot there was no air conditioning we had yellow jackets swarming our food um i didn't have any sleep like it was literally like survival type of conditions which was so not normal for this workshop right it was so not normal conditions but it just ended up like being so intensely difficult to just even be in my body in the space and i kept coming back to my intention of being with what is 
over and over and over. I thought about, like, I thought, I asked myself the question, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be with this, with what is in this moment, with sweat dripping down my body, with the experience of almost passing out because of the heat, with no sleep, with, um, you know, with all of the energy and emotion that was coming up in my body and that what I was witnessing in front of me. And I asked myself that question 20 times a day, at least, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to be with this, to be with what is now, you know, and it was incredible. It was incredible because it, it was like I went into this space of oneness and communion, even in the midst of the intensity um, and what I perceived as negative intensity of the moment. And it changed everything. Like it changed my whole experience. Um, and so I wanted to share that piece too, because, you know, this idea of receiving, you know, I feel like sometimes when you're asking the big asks and you're, you know, you're asking for the big desires, that it's all like, oh, yay, and I'm going to receive the abundance and I'm going to receive the love and I'm going to receive, you know, my dream job and I'm going to receive this. Well, receiving is receiving, right? Receiving is receiving it all sometimes. So receiving it, receiving can be receiving the, you know, the, the, in, the intensity of an experience as well as your big asks, your big dreams, you know, and sometimes that's part of the process of receiving. Mm. That's a lot of energy. <laughs> you were just in. <laughs> I'm uh, receiving that as I can just, you know, and if mm-hmm. any of you have any inkling of uh, this, young lady I'm talking to, uh, and her sort of queen background, you would know what a severe experience that was. It's like you don't even like it if you ha- don't have your pillow. You don't even like it if the mattress mm-hmm. is a little bit harder than normal. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like I teasingly call her the princess in the pea because it's like, there's mm-hmm. just like one thing off, can't sleep. So, like, you have to understand that, you know, everything's relative, that for Suzanne, that is, like, the worst conditions you could put her in, pretty much, other than maybe, like, in a sleeping bag in the forest. (laughs) I can't think of anything Mm -hmm. really worse than that for you. So, for you to be able to receive that and stay present with that, I mean, Byron Katie has a book called Loving What Is, right? And that's what she's speaking. It's like... Mm -hmm. You know, what is, is. And and any amount of time we spend resisting and reacting or agreeing and aligning with what is, like, you know, like wrestling with it, we're actually not receiving. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that space of, like, just allowing everything that is to feed you. And it's that sort of, loop of gifting and receiving that we've been kind of alluding to in this call of where you actually are so open that you're, and, and the truth is, is that our bodies are open energy systems. What does that mean? Is that it requires other energies to engage with it. And that's one of the biggest reasons why people can rehabilitate, rehabilitate from violence much faster than they can abandonment. Like if a baby's left in its crib, it, it actually doesn't develop its brain correctly. 
because there's no engagement, there's no exchange of energy, right? Or very little. There's only exchange with with things that are not that don't have life force in them, you know, like beds or cribs or whatever. So the 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 getting to that place where actually we can receive everything is and whatever that is, and there's enough self love there's enough self-accept to actually not barrier anything out, that's when we become the simultaneous gift and receive where we ask and there's instant actualization. We ask and we don't even care if there's instant actualization because we're walking around in a state of fullness. And, you know, like you spoke, there's a word that you keep using that I want to I want to tell people what it is because a lot of people I don't think know this word, but you kept you keep using the word resource. I wasn't resourced; I was under resourced. Mm-hmm. And and what that is it's interesting because as you were talking, I was like, well, "What does that actually mean?" Um, and I was looking at um, this. I looked it up on dictionary.com, and uh, one of the definitions was. Um, the resource is the resource of a country is the collective wealth of a country, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, like so personal resources are the collective wealth. Like what what do I have? What can I give myself? What can I choose? How can I nurture myself? How can I give myself what it is that I need? Right. But then I thought there's this, these other things in Sasaris, right? Ability, capability. Cleverness, right? Creation is a is a what do you call it? Uh, a word that means resource. I thought that was super interesting. Fortune, ingenuity, initiative, intuitiveness. Um, so mm. I I feel like there's like this is kind of back to what you talked about earlier about when we're babies. Everything is outside of us. Food, water, love it feels mm-hmm. like, care, kindness. Like we're completely um, at the mercy of the environments that we're in. And so if we don't really fully develop, if we don't really fully get that we actually can resource ourselves, then we go around thinking money's outside of us. We think love is outside of us. We mm-hmm. think that the truth is, is that we have the creative capability, back to resource, to source every single part of our life, to source love, to source money, to source all of it. And if we can't get into that place of that natural energetic engagement with everything that is, we will we will be constantly holding out, cutting off, uh, resisting aspects of ourselves, aspects of the universe, and also fighting with everything we've just asked for, which how dumb is that? It's like the, you know, it's like blaming mm-hmm. the rocks thing. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. wanted kind of to speak yeah. to that, to that yeah. word and, and what that is. And, and you may have mm-hmm. more information. I love that. That might be useful to the people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're definitely we want to talk more about that. But we've got to go on break. So, our last break, people come back for more tips, tools um, about loving you. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you? 
looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. <sighs> um, yeah, so resourcing, resources. Um, what, I, what I would say about that is that there's um, infinite amount of resources. You know, um, kind of talk about an abundant universe. I feel like our abundant universe um, teaches us about the that there's infinite resources available, um, and I, I, for me, resourcing um, has really shifted um, over time. You know, I never under, understood even the idea of self care. Um, you know, even like ten years ago, right? It was just like you get up, you go, you do. You know, single parent, I was, you know, working 40, 50, 60 hours a week and parenting my three children. And, like, there was literally nothing to do but just do, 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 you know. And so um, when I heard the concept of resourcing and um, <laughs> self-care, it was just like, what? Who has time for that? Um, you know, and but a part, of, uh, a part of my um, coaching practice and something that – I teach is what I call um, touchstones, which are each individual person's go-to resources for self-care. And those are very different um, for each person. Um, But, you know, one of mine is taking a hot bath. You know, that is one of my touchstones. And, um, uh, And I would say that there's, for everybody, there is this 
if you don't know, quote, how to love yourself, start with just caring for your body. That would be a, a true gateway to, quote, loving yourself. You know, so anything that nurtures or, um, or feels good to your bar- body, start there. Mm-hmm. Well, the other part of it is is that what I've been noticing as I gave a challenge in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air, for uh, for people to prepare for today's show by loving themselves for 30 seconds a day. And, of course, people were like, well, what the hell is that? How do I do that? You know, like, it, we... <laughs> it's one of those things because, like, um, you know, on the one hand, like, how can be a very a word that keeps us sort of um, locked out of things because we're we're trying to conceptualize something that actually is not logical or linear, and there really is no how. It really, at the core of loving yourself, it's really a choice, right? So it kind of starts with that, which is. You know, are you willing, like, and as I'm talking right now, just feel into this. Are you actually willing to choose to love you, allow you, have gratitude for you, see the gift of you, own your capacities, own your gifts, be who you came to be, be you, boo, (laughs) right? Are you actually willing, like, even though this may take you 15 lifetimes, <laughs> 15 minutes, like, are you willing to choose that? Are you willing to commit to that? Because truthfully, the only thing you can commit to is you. And through that, everything else comes. So would you be willing to make that choice? Of, yes. Just feel. Like, what does your life look like in five years if you choose this? And if you honestly choose it and continue to choose it, and oh, by the way, it's not a choice you make one time. This facilitation happened 14 years ago, and I just got bitch slapped with it in the last, well, well, I would say in the last 15 months. But really, like, it, it just, the last couple of weeks has been, like, in my face, like, in a really big way. And it's like, and then I get to come back to this. I get to come back to it again. And that's part of making the commitment. It's not being perfect. But it's really like, hey, as soon as you wake the F up, come back to it. You know, what do I need to do to resource myself, love myself? So it starts with a choice. Now, we have some different processes that we're going to share that kind of help you access or open the door to or whatever, right? But one of the things that I've been doing for the last, well, since I posted that and a little bit before is something that um, I learned from a friend of mine years ago, Marina Suri. Some people may know her, and it's just to pour love in. So I just really imagine this, like, I don't know, like this universal picture. It's really pretty in gold, and it has it's very cool looking. And I just imagine it pouring into the top of my head, this energy, this light, this golden, beautiful light, and it changes color. Sometimes it's silver, sometimes it's gold, sometimes it's rainbows. Sometimes it has unicorns in it, you know. And I just, like, allow that energy to pour into my body. And every morning for the last four or five days, I've just been, before I open my eyes, I just allow that energy to come in. 
I've been asking to receive the love of my team, my guides, my, my guardian angels. I believe we have beings that are there to, to support us. And the message that I've been getting is that it's, um, these beings are asking me to receive, right? And I didn't realize how much I wasn't receiving until I, I started doing this. And there's a, there's something that occurs when you do something like this, and we're gonna, I'm going to give you another resource or tool here in a moment, is that what I've been noticing is that me, and, and I think you spoke to this in a different way, Suzanne, is that I've been feeling um, my nervous system calming down. Because when you're trying to get something that you believe is outside of you, be it me, be it love, be it whatever, and you're trying to get it outside of you, there's an intense, there is a stress on your system because it actually isn't outside. So it's almost like, you know, you're trying to create the impossible. And of course, because it's something that is required to survive and it is required to live on this planet, to have this, you know, this energy of um, exchange and love within our bodies, and you think it's outside of you, you're going to be in a deficit. So you're going to keep yourself in a survival state. And so your nerves are going to be fried. You're going to be stressed all the time. And that's one of the things that I've been noticing is that there's almost been this detoxification of, of trauma, this detoxification of stress from my system, just doing this for 30 seconds to a minute every day. And it's like, I mean, it's such a cool thing. And I, and it's like, you know, because it actually feels good, I've been actually doing it more than just a day. And I'm like, huh, interesting. Why haven't I been doing this? Silly rabbit. Um, and it was interesting because today on the way here, uh, on the way to Santa Cruz, we came like a, an ocean route. And I was like, all of a sudden we came up over this hill and this ocean came in. This ocean energy just flooded me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that is the most amazing thing I've ever felt in my whole life. And I realized that the love and appreciation that I have for the ocean is actually just a reflection of me. And so I just had this moment of awareness where it was like, oh, like by letting in the ocean, I let in me. By letting in the ocean, I let in me. And like, I'm wondering if you guys can just kind of think about something like that, like trees, mountains, oceans, whatever that is. I love doing this with nature because nature doesn't have any points of view. <laughs> if I force, that has no points of view. <laughs> so it's really good reflector. It's a really good responder. It's a perfect responder, essentially, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I just want people to have this experience if, if they could because, actually, when we don't have any barriers and we are in self-love, self-care, whatever, resource, whatever, there's an engagement that happens with the entire universe where everything we require comes to us. You know, and I was just ha I was also having this thought, I was like, can you imagine if, like, the sunflower was, like, bitching because the sun didn't come in the right way or it was too hot or it was too whatever. It's like, 
oh, you're not coming to me in the right way. You know, it's like we want to freaking have nature <laughs> for health's sake. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's like thank God that nature doesn't have barriers because this planet wouldn't be here. You know, and uh, stupid people are the only ones that do. So, you know, we have some work to do. So, but there's this, and I know that you have a really special uh, relationship with nature too, but I want to just take a moment and have people access that thing in nature that makes them go, whoa, whether it's the ocean or thinking about Christine and Niagara Falls and, you know, the uh, the red rocks in southern Utah the green in Ireland, whatever that is for you that makes you go, whoa, and just actually sense and feel it as you coming into you. What if that is you? What if that appreciation, um, awe, and wonder is actually you engaging with you? Hmm. That feels awesome. <laughs> Do you want to add anything to that? It looks like we're uh, here on, I've been going on for a bit. <laughs> here we are with only two minutes left. What do you want to say? <laughs> Well, what I would say is that there's this expansiveness, you know, for me in nature. And nature, for me, reflects all energies. I feel all the energies in nature. And so I love that that's a reflection of me because I feel like I am the intensity of all energies. And so, um, yeah, that's that's what I felt, the expansiveness and um just it was just beautiful so we're out of time though so you got to come back for more next week who knows what we'll talk about next week but come back thank you for listening to love life and all things weird we will be back next wednesday at noon eastern standard time 10 a.m mountain standard time be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous magical life 